Welcome to today's message. The Word of God is today being brought to you by the head pastor of International Calvary Worship Center, Pastor Ben. Be prepared to be transformed by the life-giving gospel of our Lord Jesus. Indeed, Jesus is alive. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, yeah, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Let's do it together, there is power. There is power. Come on. In the name of Jesus. There are those who are just hearers and not doers. There are those who are hearers and doers as well. So, what category do you fall in? Some fall in the category of just hearing. That kind of Christianity whereby it's like a fashion. You go to church as a fashion. This year, God says, those who do that kind of thing. You know, it is, there's going to be a clear cut difference. Very clear cut difference. You know, and if I were you, I would examine myself quickly and make sure I am in the right and the sheep, not a goat. Make sure you put yourself in the right place. As I keep on saying, the days where we carry on as if God will say something. We should we will tolerate that kind of foolishness as long as we are child. But none of you here has any excuse anymore because you have been exposed to God's word. Therefore, if you think that we were a Christian last year, it's going to be acceptable for God this year. Stand by. Because you will be judged on a greater level. All that you heard last year, God is judging you, God is dealing with you. He's not going to deal with you as someone who wasn't here last year. All that you've heard last year, all that you have been exposed to last year, if it doesn't change you and you don't change yourself and grow in the things of God, when God is assessing you, He's going to assess you based on the higher level. So, if it was okay for God to say, okay, it's okay, don't pray. The whole of the day, don't pray. If it was okay last year, this year, He's not going to change you and say, oh, yeah, baby, it's okay because you have had enough. So, you must now, there is a, 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 we are entering into a season of accountability and responsibility. This is going to show who the men are and who the boys are. It's going to it's going to be a clear cut difference. A clear cut difference. Those who want to remain in Goshen, by all means, be our guest. Those who want to remain in Egypt where there is darkness because Darkness represents where God's word is not. Then it shall be, be clear and it shall be obvious. 
if you are with somebody, a friend, a neighbor, a wife, a husband, who is going to pull you down, please start praying for them. Because they can become a huge source of frustration for you. Amen. 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 So, we thank God that we have a day to study His Word. A day to what? Study His Word. Those who are serious with the things of God, they take the Bible studies very seriously. So, your coming here indicates how serious you are in the things of God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you praise. Holy Spirit, we give you all the glory and we give you all the honor. As we are about to study your word, we ask for your wisdom to be manifest and we ask that teachers and let our souls drink of the blood of the word of Jesus Christ. We ask this in thanksgiving in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so last week, Thursday, we were talking about death. Death. We are talking about death. And we must be thankful to God. Some of you, the reason why you are still alive is just because you are in this place. That's the only reason why Satan hasn't gotten attached. We must be thankful to God. We've been talking about death and resurrection. We've been talking about resurrection. We said, in order for us to understand resurrection, we need to understand what death is. And I showed you from scripture. All this was because of a teaching, a false teaching that we came across in Timothy, the book of Timothy, the first episode of Timothy, and we came across a false teaching about resurrection. So we had to come to come to understand. We need to study. We decided to study it and have an in-depth knowledge of what the Bible teaches about resurrection. What the Bible teaches about what death. Because many people are being Christians. And for so long, they don't have, you know, an inspired revelation of God's word. So they live anyhow, they carry on anyhow. They, when they go to funerals, they behave like their unbelievers, you know, because of lack of understanding. And we pointed out to you, using our Lord Jesus Christ as an example. And we showed to you in scripture you know, the death of the Old Testament believer is different from the death of the New Testament believer. What happened to them in the Old Testament is not the same thing that is going to happen to us. The only thing that is common is that we all died. And the Bible says that I showed you also from scripture what death means to us. What, what is death? How does the Bible put it? Falling asleep. That is your body 
disconnect him from your soul and your spirit. And the Bible refers to that as falling asleep. We saw the Lord Jesus giving and used them as an example where he said, Lazarus is asleep, he's not dead. What other quotation did I give you about using the asleep? There was, and I gave you some quotations using the asleep that mentioned that when you die, it is like you know, said, those who have fallen asleep. Those who have fallen asleep. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 9 to 11. Send Lazarus that he may dip 
his finger in the water. So here you see that even though they have died, it is as if they are still living. So it is seen, uh, you know, you know, it, it, the body has fallen asleep, but nothing really has changed. They are still alive. They are still cautious. They are feeling desire for food. They are feeling desire for uh, drink. They are feeling desire for you know, comfort. So when we, when our bodies fall asleep, we still are cautious. So that means that that's one of the things that we need to understand is that one of, what gives us life is our soul and our spirit. That is that is what makes you. You the you is your life, is your, your spirit and your soul. Your body is just a container. So the pains of the body, the body is swollen. Your soul is not swollen. If your eye is, if you are blind, physically your eye can't see. Your soul doesn't mean your soul is blind. If you should die, you realize that you can see everything clear. Because the, the body has the tendency to dampen the, the our nose. The presence of awareness of the soul and the spirit. So we need to be mindful. Don't think that when somebody dies, he just goes and he becomes dust. So dust to dust. Yes, the body is going to the dust, but the man is still alive somewhere. And when, that's somewhere is where we need to find out. Amen. Amen. That's somewhere is where we need to what? Find out. And we, we, I showed you from scripture, when Jesus Christ died, he went to hell. When he went into hell, I showed you that hell, as we can see, before the death of Jesus Christ, it was divided mainly into two. Where we had, uh, well, we call it hell, but the actual word is Hades. And it's divided into two the part that was known as Abraham's bosom and the part that was also known as what? Hell. And Abraham's bosom, that is where all the saints, all those, when we say a believer, a believer, you know, today we call ourselves what? Believers. And another way that we most we don't use often is what saints. We are saints of God. Saints are not dead people. Saints are living people. But by the blood of Jesus. He said this is this is a technology that's not often used, but it's seen in the Bible in the New Testament. Paul also referring to the saints of God. We are the saints of God. Saints are the washed ones. It means we have been washed by the blood. So saints are not living beings, dead people. Like we have Saint Teresa, Saint this no, it's, it's, it's a doctrine of error. The Bible doesn't teach that. Neither are we to worship or pray through to them. So we are the living saints. I am a saint, you are a saint. If you are giving your life to Jesus, you are a saint. You are a saint of God. And the word believer as well, which we use to describe ourselves, 
because we have believed in the message. We have believed in Jesus Christ as God's uh, means of salvation for man. So we have believed. So we have believed Jesus Christ. Now the Old Testament saints, they didn't have Jesus Christ to believe in. They just believed in this, this is new God by the revelation as Jehovah. So anybody that believed in God, just by believing and accepting God, because notice that from the time of Adam, since sin, the time of sin, Satan was able to confuse man and divert man's attention so much so that man, he got to a point that even the whole world was destroyed. Then Noah came. And after Noah, still, Satan was able to come and divert man. So, man has grown up, you know, not really believing in God, that there is a, you know, or accepting that there is a God. Because if we read scripture, really, the Bible says there's a scripture that says that he has set eternity in our hearts. Whether we accept it or not, our soul and our spirit is yearning for contact with God. Sometimes we just suppress it and we say, Oh, there's no God, I don't believe in God, like in this country. Many people say they don't believe in God. Now, in the Old Testament times, they didn't have what we have the Bible, churches, schools, Jesus, over the internet, they didn't have it. God wanted all men to come to this knowledge, and He chose a man called Abraham, and through Abraham, he started unfolding his plan. So the, the believers of old, those who believed in God, Adam believed in God, his sons, Adam believed in God, Cain believed in God, although he, he, you know, he, 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 he did that what he did. He knew there was a God. So once you knew and you accepted that there is a God and you believe, it was counted unto you as righteousness. Counted unto you as righteousness. So, how God would judge them was different from how God would judge them. So, those believers, anybody that died knowing that there was a God, they were, if you die, you go to that compartment of Hades that was known as paradise, Abraham's bosom. And why were they kept there? They were kept there because they were prisoners of death. Death, which was the result of the wages of sin, hadn't been overcome. And so, even if you die, you still are you are held captive to death. That's why the Bible says in Revelation chapter one, verse eighteen. Revelation chapter one, verse eighteen. Of hell and of 
saying hell and of death. Why is he not saying just the keys of hell? Because death, which was a result of sin, was also dwelling And if you if you, if you look at if you look at that quotation carefully, then I I have the keys of hell and of death. So Jesus didn't just have to go to hell, but he had to give us life because the opposite of death is what life. So by him coming to die, he opened a new life and eternal life. An eternal life for us. So he was the king. He was the, the, the one that could. The Bible says that in Revelation, it says that, and when the scrolls were open, he said, Who should I send? And nobody was found worthy. Oh, only Jesus Christ. Because he was the one that was able to come as a man, as a sinless man. He confronted Satan. I, I told you the other day. He confronted Satan. Not with, that, with the power of the Holy Ghost, not with any special power, but just as a man, a sinless man. And sinlessness has authority over death. That's why the Bible says the wages of sin is what? Death. Sinlessness, therefore, gives you what? The key to eternal life. So Jesus came, one without no sin, he came, died. He fell asleep, his body gave up the ghost. And when he gave up the ghost, between the time of the Good Friday to the time of the resurrection, a series of incidents happened. A series of incidents happened. And the Bible says that even when he died, the veil that was in the, in the temple was what? Torn into pieces, into pieces. It was just wrecked. It was wrecked. And when he died, we've seen in, in Luke chapter 16 that when he died, no man will see the body lying down lifeless. In fact, you have moved up into another world and you are still living. So when he died, he said, When Lazarus died, what happened? He said, that quotation, what did he say? He said, what, 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 how did, how did Lazarus get transported to Abraham's bosom? Eh? Eh? The angels came to carry him to, so your spirit is guarded by the angels. And when, so he went, Jesus went, to a place called Hades. He went and two things. He did two, two, he went to the two compartments. Now, in a part called paradise, when he went, the Bible says that the souls of the believers, the Old Testament believers, were under the bondage of death. That's why you read in Ephesians, he said he left captivities for captive. Because they were captives. They were still, even though they were believers, they were still prisoners 
of death. Now, when he went there, he took that power from death. How? Not with the power of the Holy Ghost. How did he do it? He did it through the power of sinlessness. Just being sinless. Satan couldn't accuse him and say, you have sinned, so you must die. No. He had no sin on him. And he didn't come as a man. He came, he didn't come as God. He came as man in the form of a man. So Satan couldn't, there was no way Satan could. And he came as he came as a representative of the Adamic race. That's why in First Corinthians chapter 15, he is known as what? The last Adam. He came as a representative of the Adamic race. So not just himself, but he was representing all the Adamic race. This is how much he loves human beings. And he confronted death, took the keys. Now, we have a picture shown to us in Colossians, how his four principalities. Now, it means that there was, they, they, they didn't take this thing lying down. They came to fight, to, 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 to harass him. It's like they, were, they attacked him. But the Bible says that he made a public spectacle of them, defeating them all, including death. And when he had defeated them, those that were under captive, the Bible says that something happened. They were liberated. They were what? Liberated. And we see in Matthew, I showed you the scripture the other time, how this, you know, there was a, it was like a resurrection happening when Jesus died. But the way they are creating it, if you don't study it carefully, you might think that those things happen just as Jesus died. But the Bible said, mentioned it clearly that it was his resurrection. Matthew. Jesus rose up. He said, 
many appeared unto them, and they could recognize them. So if your grandmother was an old testament believer, you just appeared before you. He said they saw them. They saw them. Can you imagine it? They saw them. They would see some must, must have seen Daniel, some might have seen Isaiah. All those old testaments, they just appeared. And then they disappeared. When Jesus Christ was leaving the earth, what happened? He was carried by a cloud and he disappeared. But he was special because he said, in the same way that I came, I'm going, the same way that you see me coming. So this happened because Jesus had gone down to hell and liberated them through sinlessness. And now, I dare say that paradise is now what? Empty. Paradise is now empty. Because God took these ones to the paradise we know that was the Abraham's bosom that those he helped would look across and be seen. God has there seemed to be a shape where these ones are waiting in a different place. But it's not the same hell. And the Bible, how do, I, how do I know this? Because the Bible reveals that the Apostle Paul said, I know a man who went to what? The ten heavens. And he calls that ten heavens what? Paradise. So the paradise that we know that people were there now, it has been what? A shift. Amen. Amen. Yeah, what? A shift. So now, because God wants to make it uniform. So now, when an old testament, when a new testament believer dies, you go to that paradise that Paul was referring to. You don't go to the paradise that was known as what? Abraham's bosom. Is that clear? You don't go to the paradise that was known as what? Abraham was but we go to the paradise that Paul was referring to. That's why, and, and that one we are in the presence of God is heaven. Because that one, you can't stay there and see what is happening in hell. It's heaven. That's why the Bible says that to be absent in the body is to be what? Present with the Lord. But in Abraham's bosom, you couldn't be present with the Lord because God doesn't dwell in hell. He doesn't dwell in Hades. But now, the Bible says that to be absent in the body is to be what? Present with the Lord. Which means that that third heaven is the presence of God, the actual heaven. That paradise now is the heaven that God dwelleth. Okay, read it. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 5. It is darkness, more profitable for me to lose you. I will come to visions and revelation of the Lord. I know a man to Christ, who 40 years ago died in the body, I, I do not know. But when I asked him, I do not know, God knows. So, the one was caught up in the dead uh -huh. And I know such a man, whether in the body or not, or the body, I do not know, God knows. How he was caught up. He was caught up into paradise and had unspeakable words. He was caught up into paradise. 
So now the paradise is in the third world. Heavens. Was caught up into the paradise. Now, after hearing this and seeing this in God's word, be very careful when you listen to people when they say, I, I have a vision and I was in heaven and I was this and I was that. Be very, very careful and put it in line with God's word. Because there's a lot of nonsense on, on the internet now. And I went to heaven and, I, and, and people are saying all sorts of rubbish. But it must be consistent with God's word. Listen to those rubbish. That is not some agenda. When you see it is in line with God's word, it's genuine. The Holy Spirit himself will be witness to you. But some is just like said, some people have itchy ears. Ah, have you listened to this one? He went to heaven, but it's a lie. Because what he's saying is not consistent with what the Bible reveals about heaven. He said, you know, he said, utter certain things, unspeakable things that is not lawful for man to utter. It's not lawful for man to utter. To utter. It's not lawful for man to utter. Because, because this place that we know, this place, I think Elijah, who didn't die, went there. You know, Elijah didn't go to Abraham's house. And I, I, was, I was telling you that, look, all these things, that, these cars and other things that we see, it is nothing new. It all came, it all came from, 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 from God. Because chariots, which are like cars, Elijah was carried by chariots into heaven. Chariots, not ordinary chariots. You see, it's a different kind of. And that's why the Bible says that in heaven there are what streets of gold. So, so what is the street for? Is it for us to walk on? No, there are vehicles there. There are means of transport that is is unlawful for man to water. There, there are things that you know. Things that if you see it will shock you. Creatures and beings that when you see, you'll be amazed. They are cast there. Say, he said, who is worthy to who is worthy to what? To unroll the, 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 the scroll. Scroll books. You think you are the first one that have seen the book? No. All these, they are heavy things. These computer systems that we have developed and these filing systems, you will be amazed. Heaven's own, this is like, you know, tech, you know, like now, how if you see these old, old, big, big, hello uh, phones, these big, big phones. Now, when you compare them to this technology, it's not, it's like, ah. So, you can imagine how heaven's things are sorted. And, and this is the place we want to be. It's the place we are looking for it. The Bible says that there are mansions there. There are cities. It's the city of our God. Hey, me, my city is waiting for me. So you, too, you must make sure your city is waiting for you. Your city can wait for you if you cannot. You know, if there are things that, you know, if you go to heaven, do your work well. The way some of us are playing with the things of God. When I look at it, I, I, I just I just cry. Because you are not 
making treasures for yourself in heaven. You're not making treasures for yourself in heaven. You're not making treasures for yourself in heaven. You know, I heard a testimony of a, of a man, a man of God that had a revelation to heaven. So in, his, in his testimony, this is what he, he says. He says that when 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 he when, when he didn't die, he didn't die. God told him I'm taking you to heaven to have a glimpse of it. So when the transport system is different. And when you talk, you know, you, you don't need to open your mouth. What is in your mind, they can read it. What you are saying, you don't need to open your mouth. The angels can hear, you too can hear. That's how they communicate. You can do, you know, what you are saying, you can be asking a question. And saying, but your mouth will be opening. So the angels, they will be smiling. Sometimes they will be talking. But if they need to communicate with you, you just... And he said, it's light, it's light. Trying to describe, he said he couldn't describe it because he doesn't know how to describe it. Light. No. They were, he went into a shed, like a lift. In the lift, you know, it's not like physical lift. It's like light that is around. And you just disappear and you, you know, it just takes you and then you are at the place where you are supposed to be. He said he saw his brother, his brother. When his brother was alive, refused to give his life to Jesus. Very, very stubborn. And then, just, he had cancer. His leg goes swollen. And it was through this cancer that this boy gave his life to Jesus. And as soon as he gave his life to Jesus, he died. Long gone. And he said, when he got to heaven, he said, when, when, he, when, when, when he entered the, the place where he was, he, he, he was he said, like in the morning, he said, that there, there was a bright light. And every day, there was like nice buildings, beautiful buildings. And people were clothed in white. And they would come. It was like in the morning, they, 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 like they would come and they would all face the east. But it wasn't the sun that was they were looking at, it was just light by God's presence. So he said he asked the angel that was with him, what are these people? Why are they facing? They said, no. He said, who are these people? He said, their houses are very beautiful. He said, no, these are the ones that died last minute and gave their lives to Jesus last minute. They are not in the presence of God, but they are in heaven. So they, 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 they to, to, to enjoy. They, 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 they face, they come out and then they see the light and they, it's like you stand there and you are, you are enjoying the presence. They are heavy alright. Their houses are beautiful alright. You know, he said it's very beautiful. It's not, it's, it's not like, he said it's beautiful. He thought that was it. But then he said, no, no, you haven't seen anything yet. So, they saw it and then he said, then he saw his brother coming. And when he saw his brother, he had a new body. The brother that the leg was swollen, his face, everything, he said, no, he looked like a model. Beautiful body. And he said, he said, look, look, look at my leg. And his brother, you know, was telling him, I've been given a new body, I've been given a new body. I'm fine, I'm fine. And he was trying to say, Try to describe the colors. He said, when you say green, green, 
people will say, white, white. The white is not like, he said it's not something that you can really describe on this earth. And they took him to a place. They took him to a place. And they were gardens. You said their flowers have life in them. And it's like their flowers are smiling. Beautiful. There is not one speck that is out of Proper, nicely, I mean, beautiful. And then Angel said, These are the gardens. Come, let me show you your garden. So he took him and he said, ah, So, how come I've got a garden here? He said, Anytime you give, every time you give, and you do something, you give towards the cost of the gospel, you get more flowers. So, every time you give, every time you do, uh, you give towards the, ch- um, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he said, that, so he said, some people, their garden, their flowers were very small. Some had nothing on their, their garden. And this is a person, he said, me, I give like crazy. I give like my money comes into my hands, I'm giving it away. It comes to giving it away. So it doesn't even become a problem between his wife now understands. At this man, if somebody gives him one million pounds, he's going to sow it all back into the, the, the things of God. And he said, when he saw his garden, he said, it was a college. He said, when I, I said, I'll give like mad now. So everything that you know, some of you are stingy. Some of you are stingy. Even to pay your tithe, it is hard. Remember, Jesus said you are storing treasures up for yourself here, and it is true. It is true. That's why I know what he was saying is true because Jesus said that when you do it, you are storing treasures up for yourself in heaven. He said they, they took him to a place, and that was where it's like this place, it has spare parts. You know, spare parts. He said, and he said, true ministers of God. True ministers of God, when they present, when you pray and you say in the name of Jesus, whatever you ask, we carry it and we bring it quickly. So somebody like when, when some of you when you are praying, you say receive, receive it. You think, you know, he said, I said, as is as the men of God are saying it, we are giving it out. We are giving it out. So Some of these things, he said, it's not lawful. He said, some of the things he was told never to share it. Some of the things that he, he said, he can't share it. Then he had a glimpse as well. He said, he had a glimpse of hell as well. So, what he shared, he said, this one I'm permitted, but the rest, I can't share it. I just, there's no way for me, I can't even describe it. There's no way for me to describe it for you to understand it. But heaven is a beautiful place that we all need to visit. Some, some have cities. Some have cities waiting for them. It's inexhaustible. You imagine. You, you have been, and he said, no, you, you know, if, 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 you, if you meet people, you can, you can see that this is Daniel. This is Elijah. This is, you can see, you can recognize him. Is consistent with scriptures. 
So there has been what? A shift. This paradise place that they are waiting for. In the New Testament says they are waiting for you. For, for as if you die now, you are dead. Wait, wait. But where exactly you will be waiting? Ask the question. And these people have been here to be judged. Is there going to be a judgment day? Then afterwards, our rewards will be given to us. But when you die, know that you have been what? Separated. Our bodies have been separated. Jesus did the same thing. The Bible says that these resurrected people, they appeared. And when they appeared in Jerusalem, they disappeared. So I've talked about the paradise side. Now let me talk about the hell side. The, the other side. Now, this side has got to complete this hell side. There's a compartment that is reserved for wicked men. Just men, wicked men. So in 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 in, in, in the Hades, the, the hell part, there is a compartment for wicked men, the souls of wicked men. They are still there now. Those anybody that doesn't believe in Jesus Christ, or anybody that was wicked, those in the days of Jesus and in the Old Testament time, those those that didn't obey the law, killed, murdered, did all sorts of foolishness like Jezebel. They are waiting, still waiting in that compartment just for the souls of men. For the souls of men. And then there is a compartment for, 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 for angels, wicked angels. chapter 20 Revelation chapter 20 11 to 15 yes said, and I saw a great white throne and he that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled and there was no place for them let's continue ok so let us all read it according to their, according to their works so there is a judgment coming. So the dead, that means those who no longer have their earthly bodies. So the dead, those who don't have the earthly bodies who are now in paradise or in the other part of Hades, known as what? Hell. Wicked men go to hell. When you die, you go just as a woman. When a believer dies, he goes to be with the Lord. He goes to that place of paradise, which is in heaven now. The same way when a wicked man dies, and those who were wicked before Jesus is they are still there now, waiting to be judged. They are waiting to be, to be judged. So, there is a compartment for what? For angels, fallen angels. And there's a compartment for now 11 to 15. And then go to chapter 21, verse 8. 
in heaven. The fearful truth goes that I'm afraid, I'm afraid. And even the way you talk is unbelieving. Oh, I'm afraid it's going to rain today. You have to be afraid that it's going to rain. It's going to rain, it's going to rain. Oh, uh, I'm afraid it's going to rain today. I'm afraid I can't make it. And you have, you have, you know, you, you need to start changing your language. Fearful people are not going to end up. He said, the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the warmongers. And say, go, say, say, and go, go, say, for you know, we let you. Abey for sorceress. Those who practice witchcraft in any form. So we are saying, we are waking up here, we can't, we can't, we can't suffer ourselves. That's so it. That's so it. We tell you this. You know, we tell you this. If you notice that, you think that as I, let me tell you, as I'm standing here, physically I'm standing here, but spiritually there are more than those who are for us are more than what you can see. And those who are recording what we are doing here, Subhan, Bonnie, Subhan, Fim, Ahanta, and Jeb, now, Ubi, El Kairon, is being recorded against you. If you are not serving God for me, don't think that when you come to church, you are doing me a favor. You don't do me a favor. Me, I'm saved, though. I'm saved. I am saved. I know I'm 100 percent saved. I'm saved. I, I, you know, I, I know where I'm going to. I understand me. I, I understand the mysteries of God. I understand it. And that's what God has made me a servant to reveal it. So I don't need you don't come to church. You don't do me a favor. Get it, get it in your mind. You don't do me a favor. You don't do me a favor at all. You are doing your own self a favor. Serving God, you think somebody is forcing you, you are, it's up to you. It's up to you. And you need, I was praying, the Holy Spirit said, 